Thank you, Jesus. Wow. So um, the Rush kids are actually going to stay in this service for second service. We're happy to have you guys. And um, I just wanted to ask, how many of you were at the Miracle Signs and Wonders Conference at CLC this weekend? So many of you. So good. Yeah, it was so powerful. What an expression of joy over everyone. So good. And um, there were some amazing uh, miracles. There were some amazing testimonies that came out of that. And um, I just wanted to ask Kathy Spaulding. She knew a guy who just received some ministry last night, and there was a really powerful story that came out of it. Yeah, so we um, we know some people from Jackson um, at the father's house, and one of the guys that we know there is um, he's uh, had heart issues, and he like was having a hard time even standing in line. And um, he they U of M, he's supposed to go see U of M on Tuesday. He has a pacemaker, and they're trying to get him healthy enough so he can have a heart transplant. And so he was standing in line, and um, James Mulney was praying for people. And he came up, um, his name is Rick, he came up and he prayed for him. And uh, and I'm watching going, mm-hmm, yep, that's great. And he's, you know, being healed. And so I went up to him afterwards because I want, like, I want to know, right? Because <laughs> I want to know. And he said his pacemaker used to stick out like this far on his chest and you could feel it. And I was sitting right next to him, like, and he said, now it's, all the way down and it's all squishy like it's not the pacemaker it's all like it's going down so we're just believing that on Tuesday when he goes to U of M they're going to go where'd it go amen yes it was so good to see and then is Lori Roy here Lori what's up can you grab her for me yeah she just gave a testimony this morning and see, the, the glory of the Lord, you know, there's a conference, there's a gathering of people, the presence of God just shows up, and people see amazing things. While, you know, sometimes it feels like at a conference, you know, you get and receive something, and then you go into your normal life, and come on up here, and, um, and then it seems normal again, and, and those miracles kind of, where are they, you know? Well, no, (laughs) no, they come with us because the Lord is everywhere, right? Not just at a conference. So this morning, something happened. This morning, well, um, let's start last fall. Last fall, I started developing some shoulder problems, and it gradually got worse to where January forced me to go to the doctor. And shortly after that, I got a cortisone injection, which lasted for a short time. And basically, I couldn't do my hair. I couldn't put on my clothes. This hurt, reaching behind me hurt. And this morning during worship, all of a sudden, without knowing it, my hand's like this. And I was like, what is this? You know, so I bring it down and I put it back up. And it's like, wow, that is, that is not causing the problems that I have had for these past months. And every time I did it, it was a little less painful. And it's like, wow, this is so amazing. You know, so I just was excited about that. Isn't that awesome? Not just at a conference. Not just at a conference, but in everyday life, just worshiping here. So good. So amazing. Um, Does anyone else have a testimony from the conference they'd like to share? Sean, come on up here. Sean experienced something. 
Um, well, everybody knows that I busted my leg about a year and a half ago, and um, I think it was Friday night, uh, um, somebody ended up having their knee healed, and so they were asking everyone to pray for everybody with knee issues or whatever, and um, um, there was a couple people around me praying for me, and I felt heat from here up, and I'm just like, you know, just like man, I was feeling good, God was just touching me, right, and so I didn't even really feel anything in my knee, and, and they got done praying, they're like, check it out, and so I, I walk over, and I start doing a one-legged leg squat, and I haven't been able to do this in a year and a half without a lot of pain, and so now there's no more pain, and I can do it, so... <laughs> How good is God? How good is he? Praise God. Now, we've prayed so many times for Sean's knee, and he's experienced, you know, little by little healing. But, man, God just kind of solidified it, you know? Isn't that amazing? Awesome. Welcome, Georgian. (laughs) Yeah, so we're very excited and pleased to have Georgian Banoff with us this morning. And I do want to say that he is someone who carries joy with him everywhere. So even just as he's speaking this morning, um, if you could just open your hearts to receive a dose of joy. You know, I want to live life. I've said this a number of times. That I want to live life growing younger in my heart as I get older physically. Well, now I find out that Georgian has this anointing to pray for people to get younger. And people have wrinkles disappearing off their faces. They have uh, little crow's feet kind of disappearing. And their kind of their youth is being restored. And you know how many know that the problems of life can just weigh us down and cause us to kind of get older? Like you know how the presidents they get more gray as they are in office. <laughs> Stress and the hard things of life can really get to us, you know. But the 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 more we have the joy of the Lord, and the more that we're childlike, even through the midst of troubling times in our lives, the love of God, forgiveness, the sweetness of His joy can cause us to be youthful. Amen. So as Georgian speaks this morning, let's just receive a deposit of joy that we can live out. Come on up. Everybody give Georgian a hand. So Holy Spirit, we just uh, pray for, wow, an anointing of your glory and your presence over Georgian this morning. Whoa. I just thank you for how he gave out all weekend at this conference, Lord. And I just pray, Father, that you just give him that youthfulness and that joy, the pleasure of your heart over him this morning. We're so grateful for him and what he does and the the globe. We're blessed. Amen. All right. Go for it. Amen. Thank you so much. Good morning. Um, We like to give away some CDs and also we have some testimony. Paul, if you also can come up and demonstrate what the Lord did for you. Uh, like he's, did you say 75 yeah. percent of your mobility got restored this week? Yeah, something. Uh, I've been having real problems with my legs, and when I'd get up, I'd have to hold on to things and literally crawl for at least 10, 15 yards. I could only walk down one step at a time. And when James Maloney prayed for me last night, uh, a lot of the pain went away, and something no one knows. It was so bad, the pain this week, that I actually went out and got pain medicine, which I never do, just to be able to stand up. And uh, when I got out of bed this morning, I just got right out of bed, and I had no problem. And it's like, 
It's amazing. It's amazing. It's uh, and it feels great. I even ran up the aisle last night. Probably not pretty, but I did run. <laughs> Let's reach out to Paul. Thank you, Lord. Uh, we just uh, we celebrate the 70 percent of his mobility and not need to uh, lean on. But Lord, we just ask you, Holy Spirit, you be the, you're the helper. You say you're your helper, and so we just ask you. To help him to be a hundred percent mobile, supernatural, the dancing, to jump. We know how excited he is about you, how how far he goes uh, in, in traveling, and so the mobility, Lord, is, is is so important. So we thank you for for him doing all that he's doing, even without that. But now thank you for the restoring seventy. We just ask you for a hundred percent. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I love you, Paul. You're such an amazing dad in the Lord. And uh, we're partners together in trafficking and the, the sex slaves and abuse and stuff. So we're getting deeper and deeper. And I want to uh, claim you for the, the new mission that we got in the Orient with uh, breaking the, you know, Aggressively going after the, the the some of the sources for that you know the the market from the the Orient for girls and children and, and ladies so so come on let's do it Amen. together Amen Amen, Amen. <laughs> Amen. Dominic what do you want to give away here Highest Praise Okay Highest Praise has several happy songs that are dangerous for driving you know gets the tickets you know people have gotten tickets so they uh so please use wisdom uh <laughs> such as cruise control or things like that or uh, and don't drinking and driving is not a good idea unless you have a practice you know so you'll it, build the focus you know if you but little at a time so uh, we want to prevent some Okay, so we'll give that away. And then Isaac, look, is, a, is part of a teaching that God gave me, um, the Isaac face. And the Isaac face is the face that says, I'm chosen to be blessed. And God has made me supernaturally and gave me all his inheritance. So I'm a co-heir and I'm laughing all the way to the bank. That's Isaac's face. Because Isaac, the real Isaac, uh, a boy was supernatural. You know, mom and dad couldn't have him. And then um, he inherited all. Ishmael didn't get anything, but he, uh, uh, Isaac took, re- received the entire uh, wealth of, of his daddy, Abraham. And, and, and so it's, it's one of those uh, glorious Old Testament examples of who we are made to be like. It says, you, brethren, are not like Ishmael, but you're like Isaac. And so, so that's just what this whole teaching is about. So everybody try to give me as best of Isaac face you can. Okay, I'm going to put you on my Facebook then. But forget my Facebook. You're on God's Facebook all the time. Amen? Here we go. Give me a Michigan face. Isaac. Isaac. 
<laughs> God is always looking at you with his Facebook. So he's always so I was hoping you'd give me give him an Isaac face. <laughs> that is so cool. Okay, so that would be a cool thing. And you can pick and choose where we want to give it to. And this is do you have any more of those out there? This is amazing. It's angel stories, true stories that um, people like James Gall, Patricia King, Joshua Mills, Randy Clark, Sean Boltz, John Paul Jackson. Uh, John Paul Jackson is the, um, um, the only prophet that I have heard, maybe there are others, but the only prophet that I have heard that have confirmed my personal experience with twice being in heaven and both times had to do with a lot of heat, a lot of electricity, a lot of lightning, a lot of fire, and you know. And so I, I never heard anybody say that. But he's been three times to heaven, and he said every time he, he went, there was a lightning and fire coming out from the throne and from God. And each, each event like that, was, he saw was celebrated by the angels um, in just... And holy, 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 and just like the, they were celebrating the glowing and the, the the exuding of the fire and love and joy from God, you know. And uh, so when he said that, I go, Yay, I'm legit, you know, because I, I know I had a real experience, but you know, I never heard it from anybody. But so the others who went to heaven and walked with Jesus or talked with David or Paul or something, like, but I just got fire, <laughs> nothing but fire, and I could hardly hate handle it you know so because he's a consuming fire but anyways so i had stories there too several stories by me and others and and uh, so this is a very this is like a movie so i think it's full feature it's almost like uh, 90 minutes or something it's a quite a quite an exciting thing if you want to uh, develop your um, experiences with angelic and angelic so Do you want it? Do you want? Do you have any word? Any prophetic words for somebody? No. A word of knowledge for anything for healing. All right. I I feel like there's a lot of young people in here, yeah. and so I kind of want to just pray for the young people. So if there's anyone like, let's say 25 and younger, if you could just stand up. Look at that. Yes. God, I thank you. Just everyone else that's sitting down, just get around them. And just, you're part of the ministry team, so you just lay your hands on them. I just, I'm 18 years old, so this is, yeah. Started traveling with George when I was 17. Lord, I just bless every single young person in this place. God, I thank you that you are pouring out your strength and your perseverance to each and one of these individuals. In Jesus' name, God, I pray that they would walk with fresh fire all the days of their life. God, I thank you that they would learn how to love, 
that that would be the only thing they did, that the, every other agenda would just be dropped right now in Jesus' name, and that they will know how to love the person next to them, God. God, I thank you that it says in First John that how, how do we know we've passed from death to life, and it's that we love. That's it. That's we love. And so, God, I pray that you would just radically encounter each person in here with your love, God. And I thank you that this will be the new breed, God, of, of revivalists and of that this will be the new generation that, that the world has never seen because the world has never seen an entire generation walk in love and that this will be the generation that walks in love and that all judgment and every, everything that tries to get in the middle of love will just go and that we would just walk strongly in love and perseverance. And I thank you that this generation will be the most honoring generation that the world has ever seen, that they will honor the generation that has gone before them and pioneered the way. I thank you, God, for this generation, and I pray that you just can, just, just pour out more, Lord, just more. In Jesus' name, they walk in signs, wonders, and miracles. Every person that came in contact with them would just be healed, set free. God, I pray for the high school campuses, especially in Michigan, God. The college campuses and the high school campuses, that you would pour out your spirit. That when people went to school, God, that they would be completely, that they would just feel your presence, God. All loneliness, all anxiety, everything you struggle with in high school, that that would just be dropped off in Jesus' name. And that Kalamazoo would have one of the greatest high school revival movements that the world has ever seen. In Jesus' name, God, I pray boldness. I pray boldness, purity, and righteousness, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Jesus. What are you feeling, Nicole? Uh, I'm a little overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, I just. Um, it's just funny. I've had that prayed over me so long, so many times throughout my life, and. Right now, it just seems like um, kind of a dream that's very distant, but God's been bringing up a lot of um, desires of when I was younger and kind of bringing them back up to the surface. And I just, yeah. Oh. What's your biggest desire that's on top of your list? Mm, to just love on people. <laughs> yeah, to just be able to love on um, the generation after me and um, give them everything that I know so that they can press on even more than I can. It's a beautiful desire, Nicole. That's God's desire. That's the heart of God. So you're, you're stepping into the Father's love and it's the parental love, you yeah. know. And... Uh, Lord told me just not too long ago um, to raise mothers and fathers. And, and uh, I, I go, well, of course, you know, my focus was sons and daughters. But the Lord says, like, like, not in those words, but like, don't waste your time with sons and daughters. Raise mothers and fathers because they will automatically learn the sons and daughters. Because, you know, so go for even farther. And so... 
you'll be one of those mothers <laughs> for the next generation. It, it, it's not an age thing, but it's a, it's a caring spirit, caring heart. So, Lord, we just lift up Nicole, Lord, and thank you for giving her such a huge heart of compassion and love. And, and she's consumed, Lord, with the, 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 the desire of heaven's heart, the desire of Jesus, the desire of Father, the desire of the Holy Spirit to raise another generation and push forward, Lord. So, so Lord, just, we, just, we just honor that, honor your desire in her. Thank you for Nicole. Thank you for the heart of huge compassion, and 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 Lord, model through her, model through her experiences and through her pouring out and through her being sensitive to you, model for many, many, many others, Lord, so we can create an army of Nicoles all over the world. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name. You're beautiful. You got the beauty of heaven on you, Jesus. Although you're kind of mess right yeah. now. It reminds me when my wife got touched after years of being backslidden, and she didn't have the proper mascara for the revival occasions and being overwhelmed by God. So, because for a long time nothing had happened for her. So she didn't expect that she that Jesus would show up, and so she was a mess like you three for three or six days we were in this revival and and she's like two lane highway here, three lane highway <laughs> that's beautiful, but now she's she's got the waterproof and the <laughs> let it rain, let it pour, you know I'm ready, <laughs> we love you, God bless you, amen. Are you guys married? How long? Almost two years. Oh, Lord, we just blessed the whole marriage that that will be restoring so many and bringing hope for failing marriages. And as they just keep falling in love deeper and deeper, Lord. And let just there be the epitome of honeymoon, first love of forever in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. You know, the Lord told me that this move of God, one of the distinct, one of the distinction of this move of God will be the dramatic decline on a divorce rate in the body of Christ. Just dramatic decline. And uh, also, of course, uh, in, in eventually as we are stepping to discerning discerning properly the body of Christ we will we will find out that there's no sickly among us and there's no one died prematurely which is what Jesus paid in blood and his body was wrecked so that we the body of Christ can experience um, everything he paid for and he paid that there'll be no sickly among us as a testimony and as a sign and wonder is a is a powerful evangelistic tool. Because so what what happened? You know, if non Christians ask and 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 go, well, you know, one one thing is like nobody around us is sick and uh, n- no accidents or or 
you know, uh, cancer deaths or anything like that because, you know, we're a cancer-free zone. And so, and th- th- that was already in the community of Israel during the 40 years of desert. No one was sickly among them. Not one. Say not one. Say that's us. You have to step into it because this had already happened as a sign and a wonder. Uh, but it was the type of what the body of Christ is going to be. You know, supernaturally provided. Uh, things don't wear, you know, like shoes don't wear. So there's constant provision. Uh, the, the, the normal wear and tear is not going to be, the laws of wear and tear is not going to quite be like that, you know. And um, the, the, in, in time of difficulties, like now financially or economically, uh, we get supernatural provision, manna. Uh, one of the miracles yesterday was somebody found manna in the, in the van when they left and went back to the parking lot, and there was manna inside the, the back seat. And it was fresh, you know, and they tasted it and tasted like sweet tortillas. So, I mean, they had pic- pictures and everything, and they, they ate it. So, so the Lord is saying to us, I'm providing. I can provide, believe me, supernatural provision. Amen. Comfort during the, during the uh, heat of the day, shade, um, warmth during the cold moments. And so he's just like ready to do the same thing, you know. And none, none among them was sickly. And, and uh, none of them uh, died prematurely except those who didn't believe. Those who didn't believe that the promised land is for them and, and that those big giants are not going to be a problem. Those who didn't believe that, they, they died uh, healthy. They were healthy. They just, they just passed out because they were supposed to, none of them were supposed to go in there because they, you know, they, they didn't believe God. And they didn't believe Joshua and Caleb who says, no, let's go now. These giants... As big as they look, only means that our breakfast is going to be bigger. <laughs> Come on, somebody. The, the problems are only your, your bigger breakfast. The future problems, the, the testimony of how huge your future breakfast is going to be. We created to eat problems. <laughs> to feast on problems. You know. That's part of how we see that we are overcomers, we are conquerors, that Christ is, because Christ eats problems. He consumes, consumes, you know, um, amen? He, he's, he's a consuming fire, you know, he consumes darkness, he consumes problems, he consumes minus, you know, he consumes minus, and he's a plus, he's endless supply. And he consumes neediness, right? So that, you know, like these black holes where they constant, you know, things disappear in them because they're, they're sucking, you know, they're in a minus. And God is a constantly in a plus. And so he consumes lack. And so he wants to demonstrate in us the full uh, gamut and glory of his consuming nature, you know, and he, he, he likes to consume 
he consumes lack, he consumes depression, he consumes, you know, his death is like a consumption of everything that's wrong with this world. And he is a shining provision and shining providing solution that according to Romans 5.15 is out of all proportion to the problem and the fall created a problem. The fall created a minus. You know, the nations are as nothing compared to the Lord and they're actually less than nothing. They're on a constant minus. They, it's the neediness of human race is just that way because of the, the fall wrecked us. So it's like a bottomless bucket with no bottom. That's pretty much humanity, you know. And so God comes to, to, uh, to make you, uh, instead of a bucket with holes and, and, and stuff, he makes you a branch that's connected to the source. So you're like the Holy Ghost hose. You know, you're like a fire hydrant just, you know. And that is the look we're going for. That's the Isaac look. Come on, somebody. And, 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 and one of the ways to experience that is to give. Give your eyes, give your hugs, give your attention, give your, uh, give your smiles, give encouraging words. Uh, I mean, in every way. You're created to demonstrate His source through you. So, uh, finances, time, uh, hands, your helping hands. In every way, you are created to be a, a display of the source that's in you. The source is in you is endless supply. And one way to prove it is by giving. Giving, uh, immediately we think about finances, but uh, yes, that's part of it. But, you know, the biggest, the biggest thing you can do, we're talking about listening to our wives, looking at looking at a spouse and giving our full attention when it's not just for the wives but both ways of course but we guys as the leaders you know and so listening to your spouse by looking in her eyes you know and is giving full attention it's the, the best fix all for what <laughs> marriage needs you know uh, mostly you know uh, or your children looking at their eyes and giving them the father's or mother's parental attention. And it fixes them and builds them as beings, as who they are, as human beings. And your gaze at them, just they grow with that. They drink it. You know, children drink the eyes, the attention from parents. And that's what fuels them. You know, that's what feeds them and drinks them. You know more than food and but the attention and 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 also the Lord is is constantly starving for attention. He drinks from our attention, from our eyes, because that's part of His body, part of the mystery of His body. You know, we are the bride, and He's the bridegroom. You know, and every bridegroom longs for His bride, right? And so. So we think that we long for him, which we do, but he longs for us even more. 
It's like, how, how, how can God long for anything? Like, he's got it all. It's like, no, he doesn't have your eyes until you give him. He doesn't have your attention until you give him. In a way, in a way you don't, he doesn't have you until you give yourself to him. Yeah, but I gave myself to the Lord 35 years ago. But he wants every day my attention. But didn't have it yesterday yet. But he, he, the nature of love is like wants always more of its object. And he can have a date yesterday. Today is a new day for a new date. We've been married 35 years. My wife still wants dates. More than even before. She just wants to go for a date. You know, and that's the nature of love. You know, and that's explained the mysteries. Like, okay, Jesus gave us his fullness, but we can't get enough of it. Well, don't you have his fullness? Yes. Well, what more do you want? More fullness. So, because the nature of, of love is like, it never can have enough. That's the nature of love. You know, and you become friends when you some people right away. You just want to, what, meet them again or so, go out to dinner or something and hang out. Or at least on the phone or something. There's new friendships like that. It just sucks. Just like, more. I want more. Can't get enough of your friends, right? That's new friendships like that. Well, God is like, like that. He just can't get enough of you. So look at him as like he longs for you. He longs for your attention. He's not got it all. He's got it all except your attention. He wants to get it from you. And if you give him your full attention, it's kind of life streaming. You know, and no one can disrupt the live streaming between you and the Lord. You're guaranteed to have uninterrupted live streaming fellowship with Him. You're the only one that has, can stop it. No one can block it. That is a divine right that is established by God Himself. In the early service, we talked about Daniel. Daniel uh, had an uninterrupted fellowship with the Lord. Publicly, three times a day, he took from his busy schedule. He's like next to the king. He was in charge. So he's the, uh, like the CEO and as the executive director of the, of the universe, of the known big thing there, you know, empire of Nebuchadnezzar. And, then, and so he's so busy, can you imagine? But he took three breaks. He went home, got off from his office, Opened the windows and worshiped the Lord and talked and praised and honored the Lord and so three times a day. So they caught him. Finally, made us a rule. Uh, they, they envious of him and stuff like that. And he got in a, in the lion's den. But what was uninterruptible when there was no lions remained uninterruptible when the lions came. He actually went inside the lions, and in the lions could not interrupt his relationship with, with the Lord was there with him. And they couldn't touch it. The angry lions, the uh, hungry lions became fasting lions that night. They went on Daniel fast. Because the diet that you eat 
rules, rules everything else. When you eat with the Lord, then your diet with the Lord will rule everything. And no one can interrupt your, food, your eating with the Lord, your relationship. The Bible says, reckon yourself dead to sin. And because of the cross, because of the death of Christ, ensures you to be dead to the past, dead to your old image, dead to your orphan spirit, dead to everything that was that you were alive to and connected with. Any demonic power, demonic association, control, possession, dominion, manipulation, he, he died to kill it. So, reckon yourself dead to that, uh, based on his death. And reckon yourself now, in your relation to it, broken, like a branch, cut off from the wrong tree, and now grafted into life in his tree. And so the death cuts the your relation to the old, to the past, and to the broken, fallen, fallen humanity, and grafts you into the tree of life. Now reckon yourself alive to God, living in unbroken fellowship with Him. So, the branch took, the, and now you're, uh, you know, the vine consumes, it just pushes life, pushes love, pushes joy, pushes faith, faithfulness, pushes kindness, beauty, love, everything. It's just, the vine is loaded. Doesn't know what to do with it. It needs a branch. And it got you. And so, as we're just hanging in a tree, our job is to just stay alive and connected with, with belief and trust and, you know, keeping our personal relationship open with the Lord. Everything else, it flows. Without having to worry about it, it just flows. And the other end, it comes out. You know, all you have to do is connect and stay connected and stay in the giving mode. Branches give. You know, they just, their job is to stay connected and to give. Fruitful branches process their hollow inside. And they just, juice flows. And outside, on the other side, comes love. What is love? Love is giving. Loving. Loving is active. Love listens, loves smiles, loves loves. <laughs> it's it's a it's a force that gives, you know. Uh, same with joy. Joy makes you happy. <laughs> it's not even your joy, it's the joy of the Lord. <laughs> but it gets to be yours as you let it happen. That's his joy. It's a relational thing. The joy of the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. It's not just joy, it's from him. Ah, time is going. So we want to just leave you with this beautiful thought that as long as you're maintaining the relationship with the Lord, however you do it, Daniel was three times a day. When it comes to the tough times, you're uninterrupted. Your continuing fellowship with the Lord will, will, will cease. The lions can't cross it. Dangers can't cross it. Because love is more dangerous, more powerful. And you're, you're promised an uninterrupted fellowship with God. The cross, is, the cross of Jesus is that barrier that disrupts your slavery and the resurrection. The Holy Spirit assures uninterrupted fellowship. So, Lord, I thank you for giving us such inheritance, Lord that we could step on it and we could 
enjoy being the, the givers of your substance, love and joy and peace and birthing life and birthing relationships and birthing beauty and love in the next generation. So thank you, Lord, for doing just there's something very miraculous about this, this, this atmosphere. So we just release that heaven and earth. And, and looking forward to the fruit that's coming out from this beautiful fellowship. Um, I'd like to leave you with uh, a visual of our first orphanage. Do I have a minute for that? Just a visual of our first orphanage that we became mom and dad to three years ago. And since then, we have grown to eight. We are in the number eight now. And we have, from Central America, now we have Africa, uh, Eastern Europe, Asia. And Asia is the next. The, the the new territory that we have, you know, four orphanages now, Thailand and Burma, child soldier issue, we're, we're launching into that. This summer we're going to go with a group. So for the first time in our history, we're going to Asia with a group, short-term missionaries. So if you're interested, go to the Global Celebration, and and I want to invite you to, to come with us, being a mom and dad. Amen? So go ahead and enjoy the beautiful what used to be orphanages now that our children